0: Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast, it's Reclaimed Audio, with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Bill Lutz, and Tim Sway.
1: Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 254 for September 23rd, 2020. My name is Phil Pinsky, with me as always is Bill Lutz and Tim Sway. Reclaimed Audio is of course brought to you by Kling Woodworking Shop. And this week's uh, sale continues on our 50-tooth combo blade, and uh, well, it's not ours, it's theirs, but it's a terrific blade, um, and you can get 10% off by using uh, codes BROCCOLI, UTILIZE, or DISAGREE. What am I looking at here?
2: I was saying, as soon as you're done with a spiel, I'm telling Bill that I'm going to talk for a
1: minute about chrome uh,
2: Spore. Are you done with the spiel? Oh yeah, I want to do some after you, too.
1: First of all, it's spiel, okay? Second of all... I'm not Canadian. Y- Yes, it's not a Canadian thing. Spiel is Jewish. Yeah, okay. I'm not Canadian. Jewish either, so... Are you kidding me? This whole yeah. time I thought yeah. you were Jewish. No? Yeah. <laughs> Click. The, with, the, with the red hair, <laughs> I, I just...
2: Well, let me, do, let me know when you're done smearing the spiel, and I will...
1: Uh... Oh, whoa, look at this guy. Got some chutzpah. Look at this guy. Well, yeah, you, can grow your, you can grow your sideburns now. Um... We'll give you a bar mitzvah. So, uh, yeah. So it's an incredible blade. 10% off using any one of those codes. Broccoli utilize or disagree. And, of course, using that code is essentially a vote for your favorite host. Yes. If you know the show and our inside jokes, you know which one is which. Um, And so I'm going to leave it at that.
2: And if you don't, it doesn't
1: matter. So just use broccoli. I mean, at the end of the day. Yeah. Just, I mean, I disagree, but that's fine. Um, This week's... The, board, uh, top, no, no, top, no, no, top, what? no, Tim. Tim I, wants I to, to Klingspor, and then I, I want to say Klingspor. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I,
2: I, was I put my money where my mouth is, I guess you would say, and I was on Klingspor. I spent a, spent some some money on Klingspor's uh, website, Klingspor woodworking shop, the woodworkingshop.com website, uh, buying because I needed a new I need a new bandsaw blade, um, and yeah. so. It, I'm, I'm one of those like like a lot of us that are listening probably it's always kind of like oh geez I never got a bandsaw blade and I need sandpaper so you stop at the box store and you buy that garbage like all the time yeah I'm like, I'm like I'm gonna be this is like my new year's resolution for 2021 because I'm banking on this year ending eventually <laughs> you know I'm like I'm gonna start being more proactive with my ordering like I am when I order you know guitar parts I think ahead and I get extra and I and it's like I'm gonna start doing that with my consumables and so I went on and I, I got my blade and I was like what else do I need while I'm here so I bought the sandpaper combo pack because I wanted to just sort of try that out. Of course, oh, yeah. the, co- the coupon code no longer works because it's now on the blade. <laughs> um, I don't need the blade because I already have one. <laughs> and then I also bought a whole bunch of other sandpaper. But it doesn't matter that the coupon code didn't work because it was still, like, like less expensive. It was, like, less expensive. Like, all this – I bought all this, like, like the, I use a specialty – Grit sandpapers, and I tried out some of the microcloth. I wanted to try these, like those kind of soft, spongy, padded for doing frets and stuff. So I buy like the 400 through 2,000 grit stuff for doing the frets, you know. And and uh, so I was like, I bought a bunch of that, and it was like, it was like less expensive than buying it at the box store. And um, the That's shipping, they, and it's like they have like a they have a deal right now. I don't know if it's always like that or not, because I, I I have purchased from in the past, but it's been a little while. Um, it was like uh, 7.99 shipping, just boom, done, ship, whatever it is, 7.99. You know, within reason, obviously not a table saw, but um, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it is including a table saw. I don't know. That's I probably
1: free shipping if you ordered a
2: table saw. I didn't buy a table saw, but <laughs> but, but yeah, it was it, you know it was like it was such a, a the only problem with the shopping experience there is that there it's like there's so many choices. You know what I mean, and it's like uh, sometimes, like when you're not, on Amazon, it's not a
3: problem. It's a, it's a problem with your wallet, is what it is.
2: Well, it's a it's a it's a problem with just like like oh wait, do I want that one? Is this you know this is what I usually get? You know, like you kind of have that sort of a thing. But I I think that I just did my my middle way approach. You know what I mean? Well, actually, it was all just in paper. It's Just like like which one do I should I get the whole kit or should I just get the smaller kit? And because they have a lot of deals like that and stuff. But uh, so it's you just got to know what you're looking for, and if you don't know what you're looking for and you like to shop. Because I don't like to shop. I just like to get what I need, you know. But if you like to shop, have at it, man. There's there's some shopping to do there.
1: You can also well, call I, them and they'll help you. Like, you yeah, can I was speak gonna to say you can
2: You can you, know you what? Can call the customer service line or they I think they text, too. Last time I ordered from them, I ended up doing that because I needed a specialty belt for my, my um, what is it called? The spindle sander? Not the spindle sander. The um, drum, sander. drum sander. Oscillating. I, I needed the drum sander. I needed the um, the traction belt, not the sanding belt, but the belt you put stuff on. And, um, yeah. and I, so I, I called someone And they're like looking around like Oh we might have to Special make that for you Not sure And they go, like, Oh well here it is And it was like It was like you know Cheap And they're like eh, and Show up 24 hours later So yeah that that is true yeah. So
3: so one of the things I've noticed is that Because um, I have ordered From Clink in the past So I signed up For their newsletter Or their, their weekly specials And uh, this week It just is. I don't know why I'm so excited about this I'm going to get one I don't even have So normally I buy Gallons of glue Right. Yeah. Wood glue. And then I have like a billion little bottles that I have saved that I I pour them in. So now I'm down to like three little tight bond bottles that I poured all this glue in. It's a mess. It's a pain in the butt. They have a squirt pump for the gallon bottle for. Oh, get out. It's on sale (laughs) for like twelve ninety nine clingspore woodworking shop has the greatest sales ever blah 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 i'm just telling you i saw this thing because i was thinking i was going to get casey to bring me home one of them shampoo bottle squirters and i know it wouldn't work it would clog up mm. but if, they're, if they have one specifically for glue it would work so it's like 13 bucks i'm going to get one i'm just saying i
0: you
3: think that's a pretty good product
2: the only reason i'm not going to get one is because i know in the winter it's not going to work for me I just
1: my shop gets too cold. I know it. Well,
3: it's a good thing that I wasn't considering you at all in my <laughs> little spiel
1: just now. Can I? Can I just say something? They have they have the glue bot, and it's like seven bucks, and that is right. So I, the that's best what glue. I want to do.
3: I want to get glue the glue bot. I yeah. want to get the glue bot, and then the pump because I would like to get my glue by the gallon, like I said. Yeah, I, hate I out glue. In.
2: Well, the glue bot has a wider hole to pour it into at the top, It's yeah. not trying to pour it into the small thing.
1: Right you I never guys get me. excited
3: about what you want why are you trying to talk me out of supporting our sponsor
1: Phil yeah Phil I'm just, I'm just giving you better advice
3: <laughs> well it's a good thing that Klingspor Woodworking Shop loves us so much that's all I have to say
1: yep yeah that's on topic um right. let's did you, either one of you had any, have any more interesting anecdotes about our sponsor
3: um Mike is sexy
1: <coughs> That's neither here nor there Continue This week's top Patreon supporters are Lakeside Woodcrafter Stu Morrison <coughs> The Godfather Jimmy Daresta, <coughs> Scott Turner Greg Mead Chad Grossclaws Shane Bronson Jeff Shaw Infinite Craftsman LiquidRC.com Jim Bashirs, Paul Jackman The boys over it. Maybe I've said too much Creator Nader Wesley Treat Rob Ray Darren Mattis Tunes. Tim Holliner, Keith Decent, and of course, Gangie and Pop Pop Makerspace.
2: That bell is for We Love You, Gangie. But did anybody notice it's not the same bell? I did. And that's I Love You, Pop Pop. Gangie?
1: Are you about to go caroling? What are you doing? Gangie, Pop Pop.
2: Pop Pop. Yeah. (laughs) No, I just I just found this other bell. I forgot I had.
1: Yeah, yeah. me yeah. too. I, al- I also have a bunch of bells I keep around my house. <laughs> <laughs> did you just snort. <laughs> did you just do a spit take? Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Thank you.
3: I guess this is a good time to say you guys are such lings.
2: Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Back on point. Uh, um, what are we working on? loops
3: oh you know what I'm working on I am so excited this little uh, coffee table art Deco inspired is coming out really well it's better than I thought it was gonna be um, I was really close to doing a glass top like you mm-hmm. guys have suggested because I did have that glass and one of my best friends um, who's also a patron of ours uh, creator Nader Nate did let me know that yes you can cut safety glass as long as it's not tempered so if you have that laminated glass it can be cut but not if it's
2: tempering that's the problem yeah right right but anyway
3: i wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna do the glass anyway it's just it's too big and i didn't want to do that i wanted to utilize this palette and I, i it's okay you're allowed to um, Tim, would, I you, we were, would you? I thought we were plugging our,
1: our codes there. Were we plugging oh, Tim.
3: Tim, broccoli. Yeah, I'm
1: not. Tim. I'm not. Anyway, okay. so um,
3: I'm. I, I did a. I I did a glue up for the 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 tabletop, and then I you know laminate or not laminate, but I glued the boards together to to, to make a, a panel, and then I also took the runners and I milled them down to make basically like a a lap joint picture frame that inset the top end. It just came out so great. Um, and I was able to keep the eco palette tag on the uh, one of the pieces that I used for the foots. Anyway, it's coming out really nice. So today I did a little bit more sanding and um, uh, glued up what I need to attach the top to the metal frame that's out of the square tube cutoffs. And I'll be doing some finish over the next couple of days. Video to come.
1: Awesome. Can I say something
3: right now? You can. You can say three things.
1: The Eco Palette logo, do you think you could turn that into a stencil, one that you could spray paint?
3: Probably.
1: Okay, here's what I'm thinking. That top from the color scheme would be killer in black, and then you do that Eco Palette logo in white as a contrast to it that matches the underside.
3: And this is well, I'm not going to do that. Just
1: my own taste and anything that I thought of, but you don't okay. have to do that. I, I know, I,
3: I, in my mind, I can picture I think it would be good looking, but it would not go with what I'm trying to do in my living room because we're Casey wants to keep it. So, oh, having, okay. yeah, having that be painted black, although it would look more art Decoy than what I'm doing, I, mine mm-hmm. is art deco inspired, right? Right, the, yeah, the metal base is really the art deco inspiration <laughs> sure. And the in yeah. the top is palette and then i did everything with a nice round over just to kind of go with the the, the way the squares are they're not rounded. exactly sharp they're nice and rounded so yeah, uh, yeah it's 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 going to go i like that idea i'm just not going to do it okay yeah
1: okay but if you did another one cuz someone saw it that would be sick you can also I, photoshop I, you know, it as a mock and i
3: wouldn't i wouldn't paint it white Phil. i would paint it I mean, if I stencil, if I paint the top black, all the wood would be black, basically, with yeah. that metal base, and then I would yeah. stencil the eco, and I would make that heirloom
1: white, yeah, satin. That right, the, base, the exact the base yeah. color, yeah, yeah that yeah. would yeah. be, that would yeah. be very striking.
2: It would also be pretty yeah. cool to do get a use a vinyl cutter to cut that out with a vinyl cutter paste it on mm. paint over the whole thing and then pull the vinyl off so it's just natural wood under there but with all that detail uh, you know? that'd be clever too
1: yeah yeah.
2: all these things you're not gonna, things. Yeah, yeah. These things not gonna do yeah yeah they're all great ideas but, but that's, the, that's the that's the fun of it though I mean there's there's never only one way you know
3: I've honestly, I've had I've had more messages, just private messages from people saying that looks really cool. It gave me an idea. I think I said that last week. I've gotten a couple more this week. It gave me an idea, and it's like I love that. I just well, that's, love that because
1: building this has
2: given me ideas. That's know? why artists like do themes, like you know, like Picasso will have like a period where he like paints the same chair like fifty times. You know what I mean? Because you see it once and you get all these ideas of how it can be done again. And that's what's happening with right, right. a table. You're like lighting a bunch of fires with it because it's like. There's, it's so like it's like one of those like why didn't I think of that kind of things you know and, uh, mm-hmm. oh I'm even excited. saying it's like why
3: didn't I think of this before you know yeah. it's it's, it's I, I love it and and I I do like the in, uh, not the input but the the people commenting how oh. mm. uh, it is Art Deco e
2: right mm. so it's definitely yeah, not Art Deco sure. but it's Art Deco e no it's not Art Deco yeah. it's our
3: it's it definitely inspired but you can see the inspiration the faces, that's what i was no going question. for yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's weird because I didn't know if I could do that on purpose, you know. And and it's fun that it's like okay, it worked because I was thinking I'm gonna I'm gonna go for Art Deco and it's gonna not look like that at all, and it, that it would have been funny. But it, yeah. it's it's need to have accomplished that you know initial yeah.
1: goal. You definitely did that, for sure you did. You could see there's so much to it, like to this look, and I love that we've sort of entered a new era for all of us where we're all sort of experimenting with more of these like. Curved circle, half circle designs, and just it's just nice because I'm curious. Like, I'd love to see what we come up with for this and what we all come up with for the next thing, whatever that's going to be. You know what I mean? Right. Maybe Art Nouveau, I don't know. So, but it's just very interesting to see everyone sort of graduate into something different and to draw inspiration from and meld with the previous thing. Like, but that's what you did. Now, you took Art Deco and you melded it with Rustic, which right. is like, pff, you know, that was the. That was the, the mind-blown sound.
3: Yes, mind-blown yeah. noise. That noise
1: on. sound, yes. That's our, our Foley stage here at Reclaimed Audio Studios. Um, yeah, so awesome to see. Um, anything further, or should we move on to Tim?
3: I am ready for Tim to talk.
1: Please do so. Timothy? Okay. Um,
2: I have a, a lot of things going on. Um, I'm making a... I think I mentioned it last week. I'm making these mini bases. I have one for a client, and then I'm making I'm making two of them while I'm at it. Um, oh, I just launched uh, my DIY bass kits, so they are now available at newperspectivemusic.com. If you want to build the lutes, which is what I named the uh, the body style, because the first one I'm of so these blessing right now. <laughs> he is too. It's it's glowing. The the screen's glowing. Um, yeah. So I get you that know, checked out bill had sent me a piece of redwood from one of his old coffee tables i believe what he's replacing right now with the art deco piece and um it was uh, this beautiful piece of redwood and so i was able to cut that up and make this for the the demo version of the base kits like i made you know one myself to make the content and to make the instructional video I used this and i use his redwood. so i really like the body design that i'm that i'm including as part of the kit and i'm going to make more on my own And I just, it seemed appropriate, I didn't have a name yet, so I named it after Lutz. Um, So you can see the video on my channel and you can find the kits at newperspectivesmusic.com. And the other thing I've done with the kits now is, uh, in the past I had, you could buy just the templates and then that would also give you access to the downloads and the additional content. And I put up a, um, but so there's always something that had to be mailed. And I decided to put up just a digital version of this. So if um, you can, and it's, it's one price, will give you access to it's like more than three hours of content of me making guitars using hand tools not cnc and talking about Like uh, like all these little tips and tricks that you can use to avoid buying the expensive specialty tools Like so I do it with regular woodworking tools in the videos and not just fancy guitar making tools, you know um, and uh, And then all the templates, as well as like the physical templates that I usually mail, there's a paper version of that so you can print it out and make it yourself and stuff. So I have like just a digital only version now for you know basically you know relatively inexpensive compared to buying and having parts shipped. So I thought that might be interesting for people overseas. Um, So it wouldn't be you know. And what I'm gonna do, and I haven't done it yet, but I did launch this all is with that um, that physical. Purchase that uh, of the just the templates. I'll include a list uh, like an eBay shopping list of like if you buy this, 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 and this, you know, it will work. And so you'll have, you know, these are the parts that would have come in the kit. You know what I mean? So right, you can right. source them and then oh, figure wow. out what you want to do from there. Um, so that's kind of the next step. It's like obviously it's, it'll probably be a little more expensive to buy those parts individually than buying them from me through the kit. But if you live in Greece, it might, you know, it would tell you what to do so you could find it locally and not pay it up million dollars to have them shipped you know what i mean right right so that, that was kind of the idea with that so i'm excited about that it's you know it's still a work in progress but it's up there um let's see i uh oh and then th- this is the other thing i wanted to talk about on sunday september 27th uh from 5 to 7 p.m eastern standard time uh there, i'm going to be playing bass with my old band in a live stream off the back of my truck, the Jambulance. In the middle in the middle of a field, like hundreds of feet from any outlets. We're gonna set up the full PA system and, and do a, a two hour live stream. Uh, on the truck. So it's an undisclosed location in a rural part of Connecticut. We're going to park this truck out in the field until the cops come <laughs> or the power runs out, whichever comes first. <laughs> and uh, Or our phones die from live streaming because, you know, it'll just be, there's, you know, no Wi Fi. It's just going to be over the thing. But so it's it's going to be on Facebook.com slash Jamie's Junk Show. That's uh, J A M I E S, Junk Show. It'll definitely be there. Jamie will be live streaming it there, and I'm gonna try to live stream it from my YouTube channel as well. Um, But it'll definitely be there because that's where Jamie, you know, does his live streams. He does them like every since COVID, he's been doing them like semi regularly. He's trying not to spam out the audience, but now he's and since it's been a while of this, he's trying to find ways to make it more interesting and make it an event rather than just like oh it's Tuesday and I need some money so I'm gonna live stream, you know. Um, So we're trying to make an event out of it. It'll be it'll be a lot of fun. And um, and I'm not taking any proceeds that are raised. Like he'll have his Venmo tip cup out and stuff, and
1: and uh, it's all. Where going are we s- submitting the um the requests to? Uh,
2: well, it pr- definitely at his Facebook page would be okay. where you can tip and, and make requests and stuff. And I think I think Wen is gonna run that and probably just just keep the phone, you know, and read the phone while we're playing and maybe whiteboard to us like the requests and stuff, you know. Or something cool. like that cool. because uh, you right. know, like it's good, we're gonna be doing it by ourselves in a field, you know. But um, you there will be some wet willy. I don't, I, I think because of me too, I don't do wet willies anymore. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no,
3: no, it's actually, it's yeah, a, don't it's do a band. So you don't want a wet
1: willy, yeah. It's a yeah.
2: band,
3: it's they have a couple of good songs that you, you, I would like to hear, but that's fine, I don't need to have everything I want
1: how about uh, things like stairway let's go with something a little more nobody universal
3: wants to hear stairway from the back
1: everyone wants to hear stairway
3: then we're gonna to try to play hey, uh, and play happy
1: songs a little speak, well that's why i said there's Queen a the song Creedence. there's a
3: song by wet willie i'll send you the link i think it's a cool song it's cool. It's probably simple and the words are really cool anyway um uh speaking of stairway uh the mad max action going on the front of your van there uh what inspired that
2: Oh, well, that is, uh, I think I talked about it on the podcast before, didn't I? I just finally started today. It's my. La- it's when I started the, the Jambulance truck, and it's not going to be a Mad Max when it's done. Uh, when I started the Jambulance truck, I had a couple of my regular sponsors that I reached out to, and I, I asked them if they would be interested in sponsoring a video up front for the truck to give me the capital to get the project going. And this is the last one that I have to pay off still, and it's for Arbortech and um i tell oh. i'll tell podcast listeners i, I might have mentioned before but so what I, the the idea i came up with was to replace the grill of my truck with a wood marimba um so and i'm power carving them so what the what you saw was the steel frame i had to put some kind of something to protect the radiator uh, but in front of all I was that say. Yeah, so I I I, and I had a lot of fun doing that. I I, I bought a sheet. Uh, it cost me twenty bucks, and I bought a piece of sheet metal that was just a little bit bigger than what I needed from my cutoff guys at Logan Steel. And I yeah. I measured the exterior, you know, of the grill and cut cut it to fit there. And then I cut the shape and in the inside that actually slants up a little bit, um, based on the parameters of the original grill that was there, to you right, know give right. a decent airflow. Then I put in that expanded steel behind it so nothing can fly up. But then in front of that expanded steel is going to be a, a I think it's a 12-key, like an octave and a half marimba. <laughs> right? It's definitely a,
3: not Mad Max. <laughs> made, no, 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 um, no. no. It's, it's more like Raffi.
2: <laughs> yeah. But uh, well, you brush your teeth. Um,
1: uh, so is it going to make noise when you're driving?
2: No. it'll be There'll be a little spot with some sticks that'll be chained onto it, and so you'll just be able to like pick up the sticks and go do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do, you know?
1: Yeah. Oh, no, Let's think this through for a second. So you're parked somewhere getting your groceries. You come back to the truck, and some lunatic is playing your truck. Yes, like literally playing it. And like an I think instrument. that's the
3: point, Phil. I, I just I'm mean, yeah. about who we're talking. This is Tim Sway. He's and believe that's it or not, I okay. don't
2: drive the box truck that gets six miles to the gallon and is full of expensive guitars around town to the supermarket.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if Gwen called you when you were on the road, you darn sure would pull over and get that loaf of bread.
1: Uh, yes. yes, yes, I would. Yes, I would. Yeah. No, we're very different people. Um,
3: but yeah, so that's going to be a marimba. That's awesome. That's um, really awesome. How'd you cut the sheet metal? Did you uh, gagne plasma. it, or did uh-huh. you use plasma. A, a plasma angle grinder? Plasma plasma cutter? Uh-huh. Yeah, good, yeah. I love <laughs> I, I love, love, I love
1: that thing. Well, because I, I have that
2: <laughs> since I took over more space in my shop, I actually have like a metal working area now. I I have yeah. my I had this table. Uh, yeah. That I didn't really have yeah, room. Your time's for. over. So uh yeah. It's
1: nice. Yeah,
2: no, oh, I use right. your welder, That's Phil. Cool. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> I can you use get a- your
1: country to get its act together so I can come down there? I used your
2: welder to, I, had, I welded some little pipes onto the corners of my stage where I could slide microphone stands in so I don't need the base of the microphone stand to make more room on mm-hmm, the stage. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was like, mm-hmm. well, I could drag out my welder in my gas can or I could grab Phil's welder. Mm-hmm. And and it's also,
3: it's just like when you have a four-wheel drive truck. You want to put it in four-wheel drive every now and again just to make sure it still
1: works. Oh, yeah. Um, I look at this like I'm helping. I think that's applicable you. to many more things than just four-wheel drive trucks.
3: No, it's, it's the welder especially. You got to weld. Tent, uh, right. Build. Welder's got to yeah. weld.
1: Welder's got to weld. That's we right. Uh, grinding and go paint, ahead,
3: go ahead. I'm the welder I ain't.
1: <laughs> yeah, that one I've heard. That one I've heard. Um, so I'm, um, I'm mid-video, I'm putting one out um, for Kling Spore, as, as you guys have already done yours. Um, and so the project is, I think I've talked about it, it's a cover for an LED light fixture. So it's going inside of a sauna, and I've already made the door handle for it. Oh, and this right, is, right. This is going to cover, it's just a square LED fixture, like a flush mount, and so on the inside, everything's made out of wood, right, because it's a, it's a sauna. So, he wanted the aesthetic of the wood to be everywhere, including the light fixture. So, is I'm it, making...
2: Is it cedar? Yeah. What do they use?
1: They would normally line it with cedar, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but I'm gonna make, I'm making this out of maple, and sure. I'll just... Uh, well, it's just a light. It doesn't matter, but... Right. And, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have any cedar. Well, I do have a little bit, but anyways, I'm not, I'm not going to make it out of cedar. I'm going to make it out of... It's mostly already made out of uh maple and uh and it'll be a friction fit with a couple of set screws and uh what i'll do is i'll drill into the uh the light fixture just a little bit to give the set screw something to dig into yeah and that that uh that should be good so i'll be done that video this week and i'll submit it into them and i'll post some stuff on instagram i guess to show everyone i'm talking about because it's a pretty weird concept to begin with but yeah yeah I think
3: uh, I'm I'm hoping at some point we'll be able to direct people towards our videos wherever they end up living in the ether
1: yeah
2: yeah I have I have a link for mine um, because my next video going out Sunday is going to reference it Uh, and so I know that like but it's not public yet I don't think Um, no no so I think I I don't don't know if yours yours I don't know Phil's probably won't be done yet but uh, I know they're planning on putting mine out in conjunction with my video so.
1: Ah, okay, good. Yeah, because yeah, we had till October to do this. So you're an eager beaver, but I'm an say, overachiever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Um, that's great. Yeah. Okay. Plus, you Let's had to wait move. a
2: month to get yours. I mean, it's not your fault. You would have been done. Already there is two. that. Yeah. That. Yeah. No, no, no
3: I mean, There is that. Pretty much his fault. We don't care yeah, no. about the wait time. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. Oh, I mean, come oh, on, oh What are you in league with, my wife? Thanks. Nice guy, man. you got to ruin this for us, Phil. Come on. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm the worst. <laughs> Um, let's let's talk about a little bit of table talk here. Can we um Can we play that call in call con? Yeah, um, so I'd be happy yeah. to.
3: And well, I, I played this. Uh, I played this, and Casey overheard it. I'm going to play it right now. Casey overheard it. She's all. Does she live by Phil? And you'll you'll hear why.
0: Hey guys, thanks for the wonderful podcast. I enjoy listening to it in the car way more than I enjoy listening to my kids in the car, so I appreciate that. My question for you is about table legs on a dining room table. Uh, I love the look of four table legs on a table, but I notice a lot of the plans that I see online have a brace that sort of goes between basically all four of the legs, from one end to the other and across. Uh, I don't really like that look at all, and I'm guessing a lot of people are doing it because they don't think four legs will hold out on their own without without some boards going across the ground to connect all the legs. What do you think about that? Do you think that you can have a table without without all that extra bracing as well as what's a way that you would decorate four separate legs? Um, I don't feel like learning um, turning right now so I'm looking at decorating legs some other way. Um, You got any suggestions? Thank you so much.
2: I don't think that's a Canadian accent, though.
1: It definitely Oh, is. it's it's so Canadian. I, def- I thought it was Minnesota Canadian. more, which is similar. No, no, no. no. That- she sounds to me like she's from Ontario or the Maritimes, but I'm pretty sure Ontario. Yeah. Um, yeah. You would but, know. Uh, I, probably a little bit. Um, that's a great, great question. Can I just oh, throw it right, right out? I'm going to throw out to you why I believe the majority of what she's seeing, why a majority of what a lot of people are seeing is that sort of trestle table, brace underneath style is because a lot of the things that you're seeing are going to be stuff that's made out of construction grade lumber, which is pine Mm -hmm. and soft and can flex. And so you're going to see a lot of that bracing done for that reason. Um, But if it was made out of hardwood... You wouldn't need as much structural rigidity built into the design. because well, you, the you, don't
3: need, you don't need hardwood. You, you don't need hardwood for that. So oh, I yeah. think that's a misconception. Yeah. It's all about design. So there's all kinds mm-hmm. of ways to attach soft pine, reclaimed, whatever, construction grade... Style of legs, where you don't have to have—I think the trestle is more of a style. I think that's what people are going for. It's a farmhouse
1: it table look, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure it's that. But you—you you can have like it's—it would be difficult, I think, to have a dining room table made out of two-inch square pine legs. No, nope, you know I mean, but you—not difficult. Well, I mean, you could physically do it. I just don't think it would be sturdy over the long run, and I think it would move, especially if people it are using construction. It would Very lumber.
2: sturdy. Well, you're. you're Oh, this is going to be
1: a fun conversation, Bill. Well,
2: you're you're getting at the at the crux of it there, and I I just want to take a second before we go any further, and just really quickly just throw out some terms so we can use the proper terms and and everybody knows what they are. So there's the tabletop, of course, uh, but what we're talking about are the legs, which everybody knows. Now, at the top of the legs, there's like a box shape, typically underneath the tabletop, that the legs are attached to. Um, usually a few inches tall and that's called the apron and Then all this stuff any kind of crossing that connects the legs underneath that are like closer to your feet That's all called this. Those are called stretchers And so there's like long stretchers and cross stretchers when it's like an X and then there's the stretchers that are the shorter stretchers It's different term but they're just all stretchers and what they do is they keep the legs from splaying out at the bottom um, under tension and like Phil was saying about moving but the other thing they do is keep like if you if you picture like you make a table it's it, it's designed to stand but as soon as you like push it or pull it you're like the legs and the friction on the floor is going to cause the legs to sort of like want to spread apart or come together and that's where it can weaken those joints up top um mm-hmm. so like a chair you know will often have some type of stretcher on it because you're sliding chairs in and out. But with the table, you can get away without having them if you're not planning on pushing and sliding that table around too much. You just have to think about the where the forces are going to be, right? And that's kind of where, yeah. like, I think you guys are starting to argue.
3: <laughs> well, it's it's not Phil. You first of all, you're right. I'm giving you I'm giving you a hard time. There is there is without a doubt the design idea of having stretchers or a trestle style. So when we say trestle uh, style, you're usually it's like. Two big, basey-looking legs on either side of the table, and one runner or stretcher going across the middle. That's a trestle style. The strength, the rigidity of that is, is amazing. Uh, it just is. Mm. So our stretchers hey, are car you on there. Yeah. Yeah, but, it's, but you're talking about a dining room table. And if you think of, uh, just think in your mind of all the different, go into a, any kind of furniture store, and you look at the myriad of different styles. Some of them have very spindly, tiny, petite, four legs with no stretchers on it. Just... The way the the apron or the skirt up top connects them, the strength is all right there. So yeah. a, again, some tables are going to be stronger than others. Think back to the 50s when you had the, the the real thick laminate red bright top with a chrome ring around it, and you've got these four chrome legs coming out with no stretchers on it. It's just all attached up under that skirt
2: area. So, yeah, with no apron sometimes. Done. You know what's that? Sometimes with no apron too, like when you get into like um, the with those steel legs, the hairpin legs and stuff like that just a slab well,
3: yeah and then and th- yeah then you've got and, and so i i yeah so i i agree with you are you going to have a much more stable table yes but but most often dining room tables sit there with four chairs around them or six chairs around them tucked up underneath and you're not using it for a workbench you're not using it when you walk up to the table you don't slide the table out you slide the chairs out so i i don't i don't want to make people think it's like well i can't Her question was, I don't like the style of all this stretchers and stuff. What can you use? Well, the answer is there's many ways to connect the legs to it and it's going to be plenty strong unless you plan on making it into a stage on the back of Tim's Jambulance or something,
1: right? Right. I would also take a look at the joinery. Um, I I can't speak to how advanced or intermediate or beginner um, any specific person is, but if you start taking a look at more... um, more integral connections between things. So for example, something like a mortise and tenon is gonna be way stronger than pocket holes, right? Pocket holes are a great way to get projects out quickly, but they're certainly not gonna be the strongest. Can you still use screws to build furniture? Absolutely, but there's gonna be different ways to do that. You may wanna do like those 45 degree angles um, that screw into a corner, so two aprons And they'll also, you get a lag bolt that screws into the leg itself. And so you're reinforcing that structure three or four different times and ways. And so, yes, you can definitely build a very strong table out of screws. Pocket holes may not be that solution, but it also depends on how robust are you building this table? Is this an occasional table? Is it a kitchen table? Kitchen tables take the biggest beating, I think, of all of them. Um, Are you building a leaf into it? Is it gonna be an expandable table? So there's all these considerations about what the use case is for the table before you have to decide, are you building a battleship or are you building you know, something that's gonna be more artistic and that you're looking at it more?
3: Well, again, I think it's the hardware is gonna take the place of a lot of the amazing joinery that's out there. And you're right, with the right kind of joinery, it's gonna be stronger than any nail or screw. But the hardware is is a big thing too, and you can buy hardware kits for table legs all over the place. The the, the corner brackets—that's what I was going to say. Connect the skirts.
0: Yeah. yeah. But
3: another example to look at, if you if you look at um, Duresta West Coast, John and Matt, they don't make stuff with stretchers on it. They make stuff with four legs, and they're big beefy tables, and they're probably big enough to park a car on. Just mm-hmm. <clears throat> just keeping that, and it's usually not hardwoods. It's it's out of reclaimed fences and
1: yeah, and, right.
3: And well, again, they do the
1: four by four posts for those legs. I think right. They're doing some very them, chunky. Some of them they are, and there's Which,
3: the, the legs are kind of. I understand what you're saying, but the legs are kind of irrelevant. It's how you attach them. Is going to be what style it is because, you know, a big beefy four by four post, four legs. Yeah, it's going to be stronger, but it's a look. Yeah. It's, a, it's a farmhouse. And also, yeah. and also how you're
2: going to treat it. You know, like, like Phil was saying, in the mm. kitchen is going to take a different type of abuse. If it's like where your kids sit and do their homework every day, it's going to get a different kind of use than the table that's in the dining room that maybe you eat dinner on every night or maybe only on holidays. You know, yeah. you can kind of get away with a little more. If you're going to be like, you know, if you if you mop your kitchen once a month and you're, and you're pushing this table because it's too heavy to lift and you're sliding it across, and, you know, or once a week you're sliding this table, like that's what that lateral force is where you really have to be concerned about it the the corners like especially if you're using an inferior wood the and you have the best corner metal corner braces you can but you're using inferior wood it's going to start to crack those that skirt you know it's going to start to wear on those those joints i i
3: I don't disagree but i do and the reason i'll say that is is that um you can go to and and we're talking about stuff that's lasting for maybe generations or stuff Mm. that can last a long time I remember being able to buy 20 years ago, Walmart would sell a table and chair set that came in a box and it was made out of soft pine and it just used simple skirt with the hardware on it. And some of those things, families, well, I was living in Utah and some of these things, they're still there. Families I know that have mm-hmm. a, 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 you know 80 kids and they're still there. So it, it can hold up, I mean, it's, I don't want yeah. to, I don't want to make people think that, that taking an abuse of a, a cheaply made or not cheaply made um, inexpensive and or what you might think is not a strong thing it's still gonna last I just I just don't but, see kitchen tables especially being because they're moved and
2: stuff you might mm-hmm. have to tighten up the, the you might have tightened it up once in a while right well the, but the, that's the best part is if you make it you know how to fix it mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's definitely right? that's true the, yeah, yeah. yeah but
1: I also think that a, that a kitchen table or a dining room table is an opportunity to try out using hardwoods where you may normally don't. Mm. I think it's an excellent, um, especially depending on the simplicity of the design, lets you get into laminating panels, uh, building bracing, building legs, and and the joinery that goes along with them. I think we all have uh, started off with softwoods as generally speaking most people do, Um, but it's a good project to sort of graduate into and try out different things what's the worst case i mean you you mess up something you just you know replace that part or you fudge it or you Mm -hmm. fix it however you want to fix it um but i think it's a good opportunity to try something new with materials maybe you're not familiar with and and to get uh and to get a little bit more designy because you can do things like have more delicate features with hardwood that you can't necessarily have with softwood
2: yeah and i want to talk about that about like decorating the the legs but tapering right before we get to that um just when you're when you're making your tabletop, some things to think about too. In in that apron, you know, when you look at the the table from the outside, you see that box that goes right underneath the tabletop. What you don't see is that often, if you have a thinner tabletop, there's bracing inside there too. Um, yeah. Because so you, you do have to be concerned with your table sort of sagging and stuff if it's depending on how thick it is. And there's I mean, it gets into, you know, experience and lessons and books and all that stuff to really start knowing but about how thick wood needs to be and The apron itself will outlogged. oftentimes
3: act as gracing as well.
2: Exactly. It's like so, a torsion box. Right. So, yeah. there will usually be the, you know, the four sides you can see around the inside and then maybe one or two strips of wood going across on the inside the short way just to sort of act as a torsion box and support it. So, you want to think about that too to make sure that that, you know, your tabletop doesn't sag. Um, and we could get into to breadboards too, but I don't think we need to – I don't know if we'll have time to get into that because that's and a we, whole other – We
1: covered that last week. But here's yeah. an interesting point because a lot of times people think, oh, I'm making a 7-foot or an 8-foot long dining room table. Um, let's say no leaf for the sake of keeping the construction simple. I need to buy 12-foot long boards that I have room to be able to chop on by their end, get the nicest parts, whatever, whatever. You can make tables – with the orientation of the wood going the other way and use shorter pieces and just have a series of laminations that go that way as long mm-hmm. as the structure underneath can support that right. like the torsion box that we're describing. Yeah. And so you can, you can have nicer wood and pay less for it because you don't need 12 foot long sections of clear whatever. Yeah,
2: and you can do, I've done things like where I've made it actually like a plywood subsurface and then I've skinned it with just thin pieces of wood. Yeah. You could do you know, checkerboard patterns, hexagon patterns, whatever you want to do. Yeah. Chevrons are very popular or were very popular. That's what I was doing a lot of. Uh, and then trim that with hardwood so you don't see the plywood, you know, like running a thin piece around. For sure. And that'll never move. Uh,
3: so right. th- there's there's a lot of information. Now let's actually answer Janice's question. or what The one thing she did specifically ask was, What's a way to decorate the legs if she doesn't have a leg? So I think what she's thinking of is when she sees a table leg, she sees that it's got the, the little balls and the, the, the square yeah. shapes yeah. and everything that's kind of going down. And I can I think of quite a few, but what do you guys got for a simple, depending upon the tools you have and or don't have, she obviously doesn't have a leg. Mm-hmm. Um, what could you make and what tool would you use?
1: So I'll give you mine, I have two, um, and they're both at the table saw, and I would recommend <coughs> keeping the top portion of the leg a square, so that it's easy to join the aprons and all that stuff at right angles, but mm-hmm. let's say maybe six to seven inches below you know, that square section, um, you could uh, turn your blade on your table saw to a 45 degree and make your legs into octagons. So it gives you a little bit more of a round shape um, and makes things a little bit more interesting. Uh, But if you don't like that, then you can add certain details. For example, if you keep all the legs square, but let's say maybe starting three inches from the bottom, what I would do is I would run uh, using a crosscut sled with stops. I'd make some shallow cuts uh, perpendicular to the leg. So it basically makes them like a ring. That forms around the leg, and I would do maybe three I see of them, that's a good idea. an inch apart, I like that. and then, and so it's like a little interesting design element. Um, but no matter what I would do, I would always sort of chamfer the bottom of that leg so that if you do move the table, it's not the fibers of the wood are not going to get caught on the floor and splinter and stuff. So at least you're creating like a bit of a radius or whatever. But that's more function than Let, form. Let's
3: let's um let's unpack that a little bit because I think that's an amazing idea you're talking about taking a square table leg right so let's say it's three feet long or whatever and towards the bottom or anywhere actually you would lay it and you would do some simple cross cuts Mm -hmm. one blade thickness so you raise the table saw up about a quarter of an inch and then run it and do a cross cut on all four sides to connect that cross cut creating the illusion of a ring you can do a one two three rings you could do or just one but yeah that's a Dude, like, that's uh, a brilliant idea. It's like square detail. lathing. Yeah, it's
2: like like the chess yeah, pieces yeah. that we were, we were making, where we keep them square and then cut cut that's the shapes That's where I got in. the idea. Yeah, it's yeah, a great I idea. I, I love like like it. Yeah. And you could do you could do I mean, multiple. That's things. simple. Yeah. You could use if you have a router, you could use like a router bit and do the same thing, uh, you know, with your handheld router and, and create wider sections. And you could use roundovers on those and actually even give some shape. A, a
3: router on a table leg would. Uh, a handheld router on a table leg if we're trying to keep it a little bit simple I would say maybe a table router a small table router you could do it but I wouldn't want to try and brace down a little you know well, one you'd have to table set up, leg on the
2: you'd have to set up a fence and you'd have to I mean I'm, I'm yeah. picturing three and a half four inch wide legs so you can actually clamp it down and set up a fence and stuff but yeah you would have to be yeah, yeah. careful doing that if you're with doing shallow leg, yeah. passes you'd be alright but with that could though, could you do um,
1: super easy inlays right you could make that same ring maybe I don't know A half inch wide with multiple passes all the way around and then just put in some thin strips of a contrasting wood cut it Mm -hmm. off Mm. repeat glue again repeat glue again and so you're creating let's say a um, let's say a maple ring inside of a walnut leg or whatever the case may be or the inverse Mm.
2: you know that just reminded me of something um i did in my kitchen uh like before i knew anything about any of this and i i made my whole kitchen counters all reclaimed mahogany flooring and um mm. and then our kitchen cabinets are and i had it's like a dark stain it's a dark mahogany and then our um our kitchen cabinets have uh our oak right like the typical kind of you know oak color um and Golden. so yeah and so i did um you know the whole counter is is the mahogany but then i did oak trim around it to match the cabinetry uh and then there was a an overhang part of the counter that i needed like a leg to support it and so i didn't have and i needed to be something for look wise i was like well it's got to be at least two three inches or whatever and uh, I didn't really have anything that big, and um, and so I grabbed. I had a cut off of the mahogany, and I had two pieces of oak, and I just sandwiched them. And so the leg has a big mahogany stripe in the middle. And so that was now. So I took three, like basically three quarter inch pieces of material, and I made a you know two and a half inch leg, and then I did the I did a round over bit the long way on it, and uh, and rounded all the corners. And that's the table leg, and it, you know, it was, a, it was it was you need a lot of clamps because yeah, it's a see, long yeah, laminate, but a laminate uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. like that. And then, and so, and by doing, you know, or you could do like the inlay version of that too, where you could actually just run it down your table saw. Like if you had a solid block of that one material, you could run it down your table saw and create, or with your router table and create a stripe down the middle that you could then inlay a different contrasting wood like that. But the other thing uh-huh. that right. we, we have to discuss too is, of course, tapering the legs. Uh, and yep. there's, a, there's a number of ways you can do that, and it looks scary, but it's not if you build a jig. And uh, if yeah. if you go on YouTube and just like Izzy has some great jigs I mean, and some yeah, of them get yeah, really yeah. complicated, but if you're talking about making one table and not making a table business, you can just get some <laughs> scrap. Pli- you can get some scrap yeah. plywood, and you can just basically in a couple minutes you can screw some pieces of wood down to this piece of scrap plywood to set your leg where you want it. Run a couple test cuts to make sure you like the look, and uh, and it's really what, pretty easy to do. What's fun? Yeah.
3: What's, what's fun about the tapering is you can actually use a circular saw to do tapered yeah, legs too. That's true. You, yep. you basically, you, you screw your leg, you, you clamp your leg down on, onto a scrap piece of plywood or something, to do the same exact thing, but instead of you pushing the wood through, you're moving the saw in to cut your little tapers. And again, YouTube is your friend. Look yeah. up how to taper table legs and you'll find a billion different ways to do it. Another one, if you don't have a table saw, uh, or Tim, go ahead.
2: Oh, I was going to say, I also have done them in the past before I had a table saw. I did them on my chop saw. And what I did them, I had a 10 inch chop saw at the time. I have a bigger one now. And so that cuts about four inches, right? Um, And I I set up, uh, I kept the saw at 90 degrees, but I set up a a little clamp where I clamped my, uh, a little stop where I clamped my table leg at just a slight angle and I clamped it to the chop saw and I pulled the chop saw down and so it cut off just about four inches of the bottom of the 30 inch long leg at a, a pretty steep angle like steeper than you normally right. would for a taper and I did that on two sides and it gave that same look right. but a very modern angle So it gave way.
1: more of a foot taper Right
2: Right, Just just the right. bottom four inches of the that leg That is interesting and it was a So very you're basically
1: ripping look. with your chop saw
3: yeah, kind of. yeah, yeah, I think what he said—you're yeah. you're offsetting it so it's not up against the fence, and you're putting an angle on the chop saw, right. so you're giving yourself so,
2: a four to maybe even six inches worth of cut. The the part that's the part of the leg that touches the ground is up against the back wall of the miter saw, right?
1: And, right. Uh, okay, but at a thought.
2: slight angle, and I had like a wedge yeah. shoved back there and a clamp, and it took a few minutes to sort of set something up. But then you then uh-huh. I did I, and I did two cuts on two sides, the two inner sides of the leg. So the outsides yeah. went straight down, but then the insides cut in and it was a pretty cool look.
1: I like it.
3: So, so one of my favorites to do, um, and if you have a bandsaw, this will, if you don't, you know, if, if you have a bandsaw, you can make cabriole legs and people think they're mm. just this amazing look. They're so simple to do. And again, look up a YouTube video to show you how, but basically you're, you're, you're cutting a little uh, wave off of one side of a square block. And then you're taping that right back on. You're flipping it over one time, and then you're cutting that same leg shape. Now when you remove those two pieces, you've got this cabriole leg-looking thing. It's super simple, super simple, and you can do it with a bandsaw, and it makes you look like you now have made some serious table legs. Like, mm. how would you get? Did you buy those? No, I made
1: them. Mm. You, can, you have to say it like that. Male or female, you have to say it like that.
3: Yes, you you have to be creepy about it, otherwise people won't take you seriously.
2: Or you have to take this podcast from your phone and just save that one second of right. sound and just play that for people. <laughs> just Bill saying that, yeah. yeah. But yeah, no. Anytime if you add a curve to something, automatically it's like you you've just stepped up. Like it's like graduating to two hundred one when you start adding curves to things instead right. of one hundred one.
3: You know, now, it's. I, I got one more, and a lot of people. I I don't know if I invented this. I probably did not. Um, I have made before out of, um, I use actually uh, um, closet hanger rods, you know, the mm-hmm. wood, like a big giant wooden dowel.
0: Okay.
3: Um, use that for table leg. But what you're going to do is, is you're going to actually almost do it like a, uh, you're going to have the curtain or the, the skirt, whatever on your, you know, the, the box of your yeah. tabletop. And you're going to go in, it's going to be a complete box. So you can go in behind with that, that that dowel, but you go through all the way to the top, so you cut a hole in the table, you glue that like a dowel in there, but on the bottom of it, if there's any way you can do it, you would, and I've done this before, where you can hook it up to a drill somehow, and then just sand and taper that bottom of the foot about two inches up to where just a little bit of a taper. So now you've got this dowel sticking through the top of your table, so you can see it, it looks fancy, you've got this round table leg coming down with a little bit of a taper at the bottom, and it's interesting, and I've done that on... Couple different coffee tables. I've i not done it on a dining table, but it's still yeah. it's a neat look. It's, mm. it's just it's like I was saying, huh? Why not use a dowel? I've got these round sticks. Let's use the round sticks and make yeah. table legs. So
1: mm, right, yeah, I feel like you could make that dowel with like a half inch roundover bit, right? If you take four passes, it gets be tricky. a good way to just sort of
2: because well, yeah. on that and last yeah, pass you, it's a little sketchy to hold it you know now
3: you've got a round you're you're creating a
1: complete circle you yeah. you could put yeah. a
3: round over bit and, and make it just a very round over square
2: leg
1: yeah yeah, yeah that that's, that's a little safer yeah and then even chuck it up in a drill so that you can make the top end where you're gonna sort of mortise it in a little bit rounder
2: you know I had to make a I had to make a um a uh, lighthouse I made this like model of a lighthouse a few years ago and it was small and it's a ho- uh, octagon and it tapers and i spent like hours and hours and hours thinking about how am i going to do the math of making this and i was like looking into like gluing pieces and all the math and like you know like uh, a beautiful minding it on the chalkboard trying to figure out how to sure. do this and you know what i came down to is i just made it a straight octagon and I clamped it and it took me about 10 minutes with the hand plane to just make it tapered. And, and it was, I just counted, <laughs> I counted strokes and did the same amount of strokes on each side. Sometimes it's, we overthink these things and you just, if you just start, if you just do it. So you can take that well, round over bit up. and you can run it and make your, your round square and grab a hand plane and be done in a couple of minutes. All right. Yeah.
3: You know? Also, don't forget that most octagons, if you, I mean, to keep it simple, and this is as far as I will go with math, um, it's 21, 21, and a half, 22 and a half degrees. It's half of 45. And if you, yeah. yeah, 22 and a half. Mm-hmm. So half of 45 is 22 and a half. You do that enough times, you'll get one, was it six sides or instead eight, of four, you get yeah. eight, whatever it is.
1: Speaking of a beautiful mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. I love this topic and I know we can talk about this for another hour, oh but um, for we're months.
0: not going to. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well done, boys. Well done. Thank you, Janice. Yeah. I like that Is we it? talked a long time about it, and I'm still not sure if we answered Janice's question, but we love people calling in and giving us stuff to talk about for us. We cannot cool. answer all your
2: questions. Yes, anybody's questions, <laughs> we cannot answer them.
1: No, we did it. Come on. We gave some good answers there. I think so. Uh, so if, I, if you don't like trestle, did.
2: wrap up. Yeah. If you don't like trestle tables, don't make a trestle table. Make it with four legs. You'll be fine, yeah. and if it falls apart in six months, be fine. You, if, if it falls apart in six months, if you learned
1: a lesson. Yeah. You blame Bill, and you build another bigger, yeah. better, stronger table out of hardwood, hundred percent. Let's uh, start reading these iTunes review reviews. Uh, there's there's one from Great Britain, so I'll let the American oh, no. ones be read by the Americans. And you'll read um, the, the British ones will I'll be read take, by you. Uh,
3: Just cause, how's that? Okay.
1: Just Cause. Um,
3: Just Cause, five-star review by The Chow. The Chow. The Chow. (laughs) Now, it starts off, um, I don't know why it's taken me so long to listen to you guys. So sorry, but i finally come around. Also, I'm a huge proponent in digging through one's library of episodes. Come to find you guys were complaining about not getting reviews. So here you go. So basically, you're all welcome for us complaining Mm -hmm. And now there's no excuse not to write a review because even new people go back and hear us complain and write the five stars. Thank you, the Chow.
1: Yeah, the Chow. Thanks, man. Okay, Uh, so Tim, uh, you got a good one ahead of you.
2: Yeah. Before I read this, I'm just hang on. I'm just, I'm I'm Venmoing Ryan Barnrat Ridgely, to pay us for this. Okay, that's (laughs) one cent. This is my ninth five-star review, Ryan writes, and he writes, as a new member to the podcast community, I have a humble little podcast called Trap Talk Live, available here on Apple Podcasts and most other podcast players. I look towards seasoned veterans such as the, that means old, by the way, i translate. Seasoned veterans yeah. such as the three of you to help me develop my new podcast, Trap Talk Live, brought to you by Huntsman Wildlife, into one that is educational informative and entertaining i guess that is why i was so surprised to hear phil butcher the pronouncing of oh here we go uh of g-i-f
1: jiff jiff
2: and luce referring to the foots of his coffee table it is (laughs) jiff it is jiff but i like gif better i agree um how am i supposed to grow my podcast trap talk live with such careless regard for the auditory arts maybe you should listen to the three new episodes of trap talk live Look for the Huntsman logo Stag H on the podcast player of your choice that have been released to hear me talk about protecting the health of your (laughs) family and security of your home from the damage and dangers of nuisance wildlife. You can learn how to not put your foots in your mouth. Love you all. Thanks for allowing the shame-filled plug. And um, besides that Venmo request I just sent you, I'm also going to send you a GIF.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to, I'd oh, like some to put foot stamp of approval on that GIF. I'm going to send oh, some let, foots, let me foots say this. GIFs.
3: Ryan, Ryan yeah. has been a long-time listener. Long-time and supporter. Um, long-time supporter. So what I would say is all of you, put your foots to the walking and go on over to your um, podcast player of choice and listen to whatever
2: the heck you just call it with whatever the stuff is about.
3: Yeah, yeah well, better,
1: that's how I agree. Just even support better, the guy in whatever the heck he's doing.
2: Yeah. Even better, leave him reviews about how great our podcast is.
1: Oh, oh, brilliant. oh That's brilliant! I know you're. I know you're tired of writing that,
2: them here. You're tired of us the,
1: reading them, obviously, because the the we only get two. This I oh, no, we have three. I love one. it. It's pretty good. <laughs> here we go from Herbie Peters, and the title is "A Cut Above." If you want over-the-top presenters and ten-second sound bites, this is not the podcast for you. If you, if you do want. Considered opinions from three knowledgeable craftsmen who exude love for their art, then look no further. They all craft amazing work from reclaimed materials, which is highly commendable in these use once and throw away throw it away days. I could not recommend reclaimed audio more. Wow. Class act. Thank you, nice. Herbie.
3: Um, everybody, just so you know, that's
1: how it's done. That's nothing but net, baby. Unless you have a podcast um, to promote. <laughs> Yes, that you are plugging this week, in which case have at it, Haas. Uh, Bill, what is your weekly tip?
3: Oh, so um, this is this is a fun one. Oftentimes, I've noticed while in the shop making something, and I want to, or, or I, because I don't have, and I should get just a little tool that has a bunch of circles cut out, so you can use that to trace different size circles. Oftentimes, we grab a roll of tape, we grab a paint can, mm, we dra- sure. grab a coffee cup. Well, one of the things that I've always done, because I have it, it's handy, and it's a, it's about half a dozen different sizes, and I use it also for making a little spindle sandal on my drill press, use my hole saw kit. I open up my hole saw kit, mm. and I've got six different size circles that I can just flip over. Sockets will work as well. Um but it's there, it's handy, and I was finding myself uh, needing to make circles, and just instinctively I opened my toolbox, there's my hole saws. I grabbed it, I fitted the one I wanted, boom, 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 boom. So there's that tip.
1: Excellent tip. That is good. Yeah. I also grab like fender washers and stuff to make roundovers because I keep a whole bunch of different size washers. So when yep. you do like round corners, it's good to have those little things everywhere too. Um, great tip. Great tip. Indeed. What grabbed your attention this week? Let's go to Tim Sway this time. Uh,
2: a, a new podcast I'm listening to.
1: <laughs> 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 Is it about trapping wildlife and keeping your family safe?
2: <laughs> I Actually, I, I admit I haven't listened to it yet, but I will check it out. It's called Trap Talk Live. Uh, and it's available on Apple Podcasts. Um, and then there's another one I wanted to mention too, though. I just thought it would be funny to do that. Um, there's another podcast I just started listening to called You're Wrong About. And it's um, these two people. I've only listened to three of them, but apparently they made 100 episodes. And so I might have to even go back. Just these, one of them is like a, a journalist and the other one is working on some kind of book. And they just deep dive into things from history and just like tell us like... Like, the truth, like, because there's, like, like, well, like they go that. into, like, things, I, like I said, I've only listened to a couple, but the latest episode was about killer clowns, and it goes into the whole history of why people are now afraid of clowns and why they weren't afraid of clowns before, and, like, it's all creepy. this, like, the, all the hysteria that went around it, and, like, what's true and what really happened and what didn't, uh, and it's kind of fun. It's like, I didn't really know I cared about killer clowns, but, you know, a lot of people in our generation are afraid of clowns, right? There's, like, that whole thing. And a lot of us yeah. think it's because of stephen king's it but it actually goes back even further it was john wayne gacy used to work as a clown and so when we were little babies and they had this this all this news is coming out about this murderer his day job mm-hmm. was a clown and it's ingrained in our heads from being kids and we didn't even realize it it was because our parents were talking about it. it was on the news it was all around us and we didn't even know like that's kind of the beginning of it in the modern era besides the fact that bozo is huh. just creepy looking
1: but I mean, I think that's, I'm like, I'm not scared of clowns, I just find them creepy.
2: Right, exactly. And it's like, because there's all these things that happen to us in our lives, like John Wayne Gacy, and all this, like, next thing you know, and then, so. and, then, and then there's, like, things develop, at, and then, like, people like Stephen King are geniuses, and so they prey off that, and they go, oh, I'm going to write Capital, a book about a killer yeah. clown. The cat, next yeah, thing you know. And then there's some, some of us, us that,
3: even as children, put on our big boy pants, and clowns aren't scary, but hey. You're, you were
2: a fully formed adult when John Wayne Gacy
1: <laughs> well let's not go crazy
2: well you were, you were legally of age you were of adult age <laughs>
1: <clears throat> so how about you Bill Lutz What is has oh, grabbed what got your attention my
3: attention you say I, I have a couple here first a quick one uh, our buddy Pete Lakeside Woodcrafter he just uh, did a video on how to make your own wipe on poly and I know we some of us know Right, But some of us don't. So check that out because he does a good little spin on Just It's always – every now and again, new people don't realize, oh, I don't have to buy Wipe-On Polly. I can watch somebody show me how to do it. So check out Lakeside Crafter. And the other one – and this is going to sound cheesy. I don't care. Jimmy,
1: uh, the man You took mine. Now. You took mine. Did oh, I? Care. Yeah. <clears throat> I did the new. Just the pictures. So,
3: so what we – what we love about the video is it's—he uh, let his uh, shop assistant actually film it, so it's more like a documentary style, and he's following Jimmy around as he's making this chair that is going to be a Rockler video that Jimmy's going to post for Rockler. But anyway, so you can see how Jimmy does his camera work and everything but he's also talking to himself and talking to the camera and you get a little bit more of an insight on how Jimmy comes up with stuff And here's what I love the most this is a malouf style chair this is something that my best friend Spags you know the Wood Whisperer he could make in the style of the Maloof and do it properly Jimmy on the other hand looks at a picture and says I can do that <clears throat> and the way he goes about Coming up with how to make this chair look like that style is just amazing. Watch it. I mean the tips and tricks that he uses and it's like, oh yeah, I forgot to do this and I cut that off. I'll just glue some more back on over there, it's no big deal. And I just use carbon paper and I'll make my tracings this way. And I've got this big 12-foot piece of walnut and I'll just cut that and make it- I mean it's just it's amazing. If you want to see, get a little bit of an insight onto how the guy thinks, this artist, this amazing maker, one of my heroes. Check out this latest video because it's it's super super slick. And again, I got a bunch of little ideas on. Oh, that's neat. Um, so anyway, Jimmy Dresta, the Malouf style chair that he's building for a Rockler video. Check it out. Cool.
1: Okay. Um. All right. Since you stole my Jimmy one, I'll go with something I guess a little bit more conventional. There's this uh, smaller YouTuber, although he's bigger than me significantly. So he's got about uh, thirty thousand subscribers, but um, does a lot of sort of hybrid woodworking, uh, woodworking similar to my best friend Spags. Um, <laughs> and in this most recent video that he did was building a pivoting saw till. So he incorporated like neodymium magnets and like this really interesting holster or more of like a sheath for his, uh, his tenon and dovetail saws and it sort of just... Releases from the magnet, and then you sort of pull it out, and it's uh, I'm describing it very poorly. But it's really, really cool. And the video right before that was um, a, a woodworking cabinet, a cabinet for traditional woodworking tools, and it's really, really nice. Like really, really made out of African mahogany, and uh, and he goes through like a. It's a 22-minute video, but it's a it's a hundred-hour build. So I love this kind of traditional woodworking with a lot of hand tools and depends on my mood sometimes i'm really into like just do it real quick slap it together other times i'm really into just seeing you know how it 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 is done when you painstakingly put together a project and really think about it so um so that's what also jimmy's thing because jimmy's thing was awesome
2: (laughs) yeah i can't wait to see it because the chair is incredible i can't wait to see the process
1: it's Yeah, it's more about the process and just yeah. getting, like, to see that sort of the behind the stage, like, the backstage pass to Jimmy's process and, like, he kind of answers questions that you're thinking as you're watching this, right? Like, well, how's he going to do that? And all of a sudden he just bursts into the answer. Well, you know, first I'm going to draw it out here and then I'm going to, you know, I'll just, I got to see how it goes. You know, I'll clamp it here and I'll lower this a little bit little. and. Anyways, watch it. I, I really, really enjoyed getting <clears throat> to, you know. Yeah, cool. to ride shotgun with Jimmy. It was cool. Awesome. Uh, and that's, uh, that's about it. So our websites, williamlutes.com, timsway.net, and newperspectivesmusic.com. Contact us for show topics, suggestions, feedback, all that good stuff. We love hearing from you guys. Info at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com. Um, you can also attach a voice note to that email address and send us an email. Um, you can also hit us up on Twitter at ReclaimedAudio. Uh, You can also leave us an iTunes review, and if it's five stars, we will read it out. If it's four star, why would you even bother? (laughs) Patreon.com slash Reclaimed Audio. The absolute best way to keep us on the air for yet another half decade. Thank you to all of our listeners and to my co-hosts. Have a wonderful week, guys.
2: Aww. No, thank you, Phil. Thank
0: you, Phil. No, yeah, and be good.